Welcome to the Rob and Kale Show. Rob Sanders. His own mother slapped the stork that delivered him. And Kale Hall. He doesn't deserve to be in this business. He deserves to have been blackballed. The Rob and Kale Podcast. <laughs> and welcome into the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. We have reached pick day. Yes, pick day for week five. Let's welcome in my podcast co-host. He is in the upstate of South Carolina. Up there near Clemson, even though he just says he despises the Clemson Tigers, he is Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? Rob, do you not live yes. close enough that you can throw a rock and hit Founders Park? Yes, you no. do. No, no, I don't. I live like 25 minutes say, from uh, Today was picking day. Picking day. Picking day. We're not picking our nose, yeah. are we? I mean, we ended the, the last show on Sunday with you farting, so why not it why not pick our nose on this show? There you go. I mean, let's light a cigarette <laughs> up and everything else while we're at it, you know. <laughs> we might as well we might we might as well uh, light a cigarette up and do all that, right? Yeah, that, that'd be the way to go. No, there you go. Silly here. Anyway, so jackpot. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our picks for the coming week, man. Have you got? Uh, we'll get into those in a minute. We got to thank our sponsors. Uh, first of all, do you remember the? Uh, I want to make sure that we we talked about it for a minute. Uh, we put the uh, the remix out the other day. Like, I I don't get to watch your your live show. Um, Good stuff you put out there, and thanks to the folks who uh, took the time to to rewatch and the condensed version. It's down from uh, what three hours and thirty minutes to about twenty five minutes of just jackpot. Just uh, <laughs> as as Megan Megan says here, why are you so angry and hateful? Well, yeah, yeah, I was asked that question on Saturday. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Why are you so angry and hateful, Jack? I'm perpetually, I, per, I have perpetual PMS <laughs> or perpetual POS. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, the, the, please go back and uh, and watch that stream because it is uh, there's some stuff there that was uh, that was really funny. And and by the way, Jackpot's a lot better person than I am. There are a ton of trolls that just come in there just to say hateful shit. And and it's like the man's getting his teeth kicked in here by, you know, his boys went out there and played a good first half and gave them just a little bit of hope. And then Georgia basically dusted them off like a mosquito off their Peter in the second half. And he's hurting. And these guys are just saying just horrendous shit to him. And then they wonder why he flips the hell out and tells them to go play in traffic. I don't, I don't know what the hell is, you know, why they get upset about that. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for watching that and the remix to appreciate it. B Swan 88 says he showed his dad your live stream and he could not, he could, uh, he, I think he meant he could not stop laughing. But He said he yeah. could stop laughing. Okay. Well, I need to ramp it up then. He wasn't entertained. Alex says you can taste that wind, but drop the fork. Uh, Jackpot's recliner returns, even though I thought you got rid of the recliner. What's up, Gangalang? Jackpot's recliner here. I, I Hello, Jackpot's recliner. Good to see you. Recliner, again. But... Yeah. Do you miss the recliner? Uh, no, I, I like the couch a lot more. Um, we had a couch in there, and uh, my old dog that I had before Ziggy, she tore up the, she tore up one of the armrests, and it was kind of in bad shape. And then when Ziggy came along, he kind of finished it off, and he actually got to where he could actually climb inside the couch. He had chewed such a big hole in it, so uh, it ended up uh, going to Greenville County landfill. And then I was stuck with the uh, recliner for a little while, a couple of years probably. But now I've got another couch. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, let's let's thank our sponsors so we can start getting some picks out here. First of all, uh, Callaway is for sponsoring the Pick'em Challenge. Um, come to Columbia. We've got some Mississippi State fans that watch this show. If you come to Columbia, you bring in the cowbells, go to Callaway's, enjoy yourself some food. If you're a Gamecock fan coming up, you might as well do that too. Go uh, Highway 1 in West Columbia, diagonal from Walmart. You can uh, check it out there. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Callaway'sBarAndGrill.com. Thank them for, for sponsoring the podcast. Also, look, some of y'all – some of y'all have some issues when it comes to uh, making your picks. Uh, we always have one or two people that have like two correct picks in the Cowboys Pick and Challenge. Look, the best way to fix that is to go to the basement bookie. He is 4-0 on his free pick of the week right here. So, I mean, basically, Hi, hello, Jaden. As my son uh, makes an it's appearance Daddy here. Court. Yes, let dad finish this, okay? Hello, Daddy. Hello, Jaden. Anyway, so the basement book is 4-0 on his free picks. He's 37-25 against the spread in college football, 3-0 and when taking underdogs on the money line. So if you want to uh, have a little, little help with your gambling picks, I'm going to give you the free pick right now. This is directly from the basement bookie. D TCU continues to be undervalued since looking lost as fuck against Colorado. They're only favored by six and a half at home against SMU. TCU wins this by at least two touchdowns. Take TCU minus 6.5. So get the Horn Frogs minus six and a half. Now, if you want to get involved, get more picks from the basement bookie. It's very simple. There's a link that's in the show description there. Click that link. You get two weeks free. After that, it's $5 a month. But go get your two weeks free now. That way you can uh, check it out. It's also the basementbookie.substack.com. But the link is right there in the bio. bio. You click that, and you're good to go. Right, right Jackpot? Absolutely. All right, now it's time for uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Uh, DNC Trucking and Transport takes care of these, thanks to Dennis Wilson. Jackpot, can you tell us a story, sir? Sure. Somebody over there in the comment section got called a goober smooch. I haven't heard that for a while. <laughs> yeah. A goober yeah. smooch? What the hell is that? Um, I don't know. I've heard it before. All right, uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. This week we welcome in Mississippi State, a team that may come into the ghetto on Bluff Road and cowbell our ass to an 0-2 conference record. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Appreciate I know of another, for, uh, I know of a, a particular Tiger team, that, Tiger team that might need to be worried about going 0-2 in their conference. As well, sure. We'll talk yep. about that. Let's get our picks here. Um, by the way, if you're um in the pick 'em challenge, the picks went up this morning, so you can uh you can go and go to the website robinkaleshow.com and check out the picks there. All right, so I'm going to let's see here. The first game jackpot is Auburn at Texas AM. Texas A&M is giving up six. Uh, which way do you think that one's going to go? You know, I like to try to find value in the underdogs, and I just can't in this matchup. You know, Auburn's leading rusher is their quarterback. Um, I don't ever think that's really a great thing. Plus, uh, just looking at quarterback well, matchups, Texas A&M clearly has the advantage there. They got the home field advantage, too. Uh, I think they're just a little bit better. So I'm probably going to roll here with Texas A&M. You know, these are two teams that we can't really get a beat on. But I don't know. Uh, I think Hugh Freeze eventually will uh, cheat enough down there in Auburn uh, where he can actually get some players that will run his system and he'll be fine. I think Jimbo Fisher's a washed-up has-been. And Bobby Petrino, they're just hoping he stays away from the volleyball facility. So 
I'm going to take Texas A&M, but that's only because it's at home, and they may kill the entire team if they lose. Do they have so, volleyball facilities Texas at Texas A&M? I think Texas A&M has a volleyball team, yeah. Is it right beside where they put the wooden so, guns out in storage when they're not using them? I think their volleyball players actually take the wooden guns out to the the guys in white that do their yell practice. I think that's what happens. Okay. I could be wrong. Hmm. Next matchup is uh, Ole Miss at Alabama. Ole Miss is getting seven and a half on the road. Um, mm, tough matchup. Alabama hasn't looked good this year. Starting Jalen Milrow back at quarterback again. I think the tide. I think the tide cover that number. I don't know if they win, but I, I think the tide cover that. That little hook has got me too. I think Ole Miss has a very good chance of winning that game though. Yeah. And the wheel, the wheels are starting to come off a little bit down in uh, down in T- Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa, seems like yeah. it. Seems like they so, really are. I mean, seventeen three. Over South Florida, what? What? That's not even a good. I mean, that's not even a good uh, group of five team. They went to play on the road. You know, I I mean, yeah, I I don't know. It's not like you went to 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 Boise State or um, Tulane or any good group of five team. They're freaking horrible. Unbelievable. I I personally think that. I personally think that Alabama is still underestimated. I think they're – I was listening to some podcast today, and this guy was talking about how he thought that – he thought that Alabama may not make a bowl. I don't think it's going to go that far. So, with that, I think Alabama is going to win, and I think they're going to cover. So, give me Alabama minus the seven and a half. Arkansas and LSU is the next matchup. Um, Arkansas is getting 15 and a half on the road with the Tigers. Which way are you rolling, Jackpot? You know, Arkansas off a tough loss at home. Or was it tough? Was it a tough loss or they're just not any good? Um, under the lights in um, under the lights in Baton Rouge, not a real good place to be in right now if you're a team that's reeling. Um, so I'm going to take LSU. Um, I think they continue uh, this little little run of dominance they've been on since uh, Florida State lost. I like them to beat Arkansas pretty bad. Yeah, I, I think LSU rolls. I think Arkansas is a fraud. I think Sam Pittman is going to have to find another job. He may have to come home to Kirby Smart again. All right, Colorado well, no, at Oregon. Not a fraud. They just lost to. BYU last week, so they actually look pretty bad. Mm. I think the whole program is a fraud. Remember, Arkansas is Missouri's toilet. Remember that. You learned that from the podcast. Colorado at Oregon. Uh, Colorado is getting 19 and a half on the road. You know, the more and more I look at this game, you kind of want to pick Colorado, but Travis Hunter is not going to play. I think Oregon rolls. I really do. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the Ducks minus 19 and a half. Yeah, I take that as well. And and that's that's going to be. I mean, he's done more on defense. He only has like 13 or 14 catches all year. Um, right. He, he's he. They've got enough wide receivers to make up that gap. It's not having him on the defensive side of the football. That's going to hurt him a lot. Um, and. Also, we know that uh, Coach uh, Lanning at Oregon, he will run the score up, too, if he gets a chance to. At least they don't like each other, either. Um, yeah, they, they had some, some kind of words over the over the summer, I believe. Uh, Dan Lanning said something about, I, you know, I, I didn't know that Colorado would win anything in the Pac-12. And he's right. Um, but yeah. I, you know, shut up. I mean, you weren't even there past last year. Um, but I think Oregon wins this one fairly easily. Uh, the next matchup is Oregon State at Washington State. The Beef, 
minus six and a half jackpot. Which way you go on there? Uh, I'm gonna roll with uh Washington State. I like their quarterback, you know, they've already got a big win at home over Wisconsin. Uh, the ukulele didn't play all that well last week. Granted, they did play San Diego State, and their defense is decent, but uh, that's a tough that's a tough road matchup. And Oregon State is it's a good team, but they're they have their flaws. It's not like they can just roll out there and expect to beat somebody just because they happen to get ranked in the top twenty. So, you Washington State, I think they cover. In fact, they may they may pull upset there. Hope not. But yeah, it, home underdogs. I mean, I it's there's a trend with that, and I, I think Washington State. I think they might win this game. I really do, but I definitely think they'll cover the six and a half. Uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame. In our line, Notre Dame is getting eight and a half at home. I I like Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is going to beat Ohio State outright. I think Ohio State's one of those teams where. We just talk about, oh, they're Ohio State, so they have to be great. Yeah, I, I'm not buying it. I think Notre Dame's got, what, the, the 35-year-old quarterback, and yeah. he's not going to be shook. So give me uh, Sam Hartman and Notre Dame to pull off what here is a big upset. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to roll with Notre Dame on that as well. I I, I think that they, there's a chance they could – pull the upset there. Oh, it would be a mild upset. Um, but I, I still think Ohio State wins. Um, I think it's just a little bit too much talent for Notre Dame um, out on the outside, but it should be, it should be a good matchup. All right, next up, Iowa at Penn State. Iowa is getting 10.5 on the road. Penn State, like, the way their schedule sets up, I mean, they've got kind of a, a clear path. They don't have the toughest of schedules this year, in my opinion. But Penn State, I'm going to roll with them at home. That hook, though, is kind of tough. But give me Penn State minus 10 and a half. Um, ah. Now I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean funny here. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and go with Iowa. They haven't looked horrible this year. Penn State didn't look great last week against. Um, wait a minute. This is the whiteout game, isn't it? This is the whiteout game. I'm gonna roll Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a wet fart on offense. All right, next it's matchup. Usual. Even though that offensive coordinator gets some kind of bonus or something every time he scores 25 points, he, um, he, that's like what he's getting paid on. Or if he doesn't average 25 points and then a game at the end of the year, he gets fired or some shit like that. Um, uh, I don't know. I, it's kind of – I don't think they're going to score that big points on that Penn State defense is pretty strong. And at nighttime, a uh, – White out situation, yeah. Give right. Penn State all night long, all night long. So, would you would you be in favor of that for for Dow Loggins? Like, look, we're going to give you a base salary of I don't know two hundred thousand dollars. Every game, you're the our guys score twenty five points. We're going to give you a fifty thousand dollar bonus. Would you be in favor of that? Because I, I think I I'm all about the incentive part of it, man. Yeah, I think I think it would be interesting to see how things would go if uh, salaries for coaches were more and their pay were more merit based. Yeah, you know what I mean. Instead of oh, that you're gonna make X amount of dollars for this many years. Yeah, and here's the contract, and this is what you'll get paid this year, and then next year it'll go up a little bit, and then next year it'll go up a little bit more. So you'll have people who's getting a, who are getting a, a one million dollar increase in their salary, and they went five and seven last year. Yeah, and then you're I stuck with Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Kentucky's at Vanderbilt. Kentucky minus fourteen. Now it's kind of hard to look at a look at past years matchups, okay? But I think this is an important stat when. 
Mark Stoops plays against Vanderbilt. He is a, a coach, and they, they do this a lot too, but they average almost seven yards a carry against Vanderbilt in the past six years. They run, they pretty much take the passing game out of it, and they basically look, we're going to run the ball down your throat, and if you can stop us, great. If not, great. But seven yards a carry on the ground. Vanderbilt has not been very good at defending the rush. Give me Kentucky minus 14 on the road. I think they win big, like 25 points or more. How many points? I think they win by at least 25. Okay. Um, Kentucky has played one of the easiest schedules uh, in the country so far. Um, Vanderbilt, we know, has – Vanderbilt's in uh, wounded animal mode right now. Uh, went on the road and lost to UNLV last Saturday. Or they may it may not be uh, wounded animal mode. They just may not be any good. Um, but I can certainly tell you, I can sit here and look at numbers and tell you that four of the past five years that Kentucky has not, fav- has not uh, covered the spread against Vanderbilt. I can also tell you that uh, – Kentucky is looking forward to a home matchup with Florida next week. And uh, I'll also tell you that I think Vanderbilt is a live dog. So you're taking Vanderbilt is what you're telling me. I'm taking Vanderbilt. All right. Well, we'll disagree. I got Kentucky there. The next matchup. Mississippi State at South Carolina. I gotta have more cowbell, baby. Yes, the cowbell's coming to town, jackpot. Are you taking the Gamecocks to cover the three and a half? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Spencer Rattler can actually do some damage on that secondary. So, I think South Carolina wins. I think they cover the three and a half. I still think Mississippi State is still trying to figure out who they are after uh, Mike Leach uh, is untimely death. So, give me South Carolina minus the three and a half. So, it'll be a uh, Jackpot, next I matchup is Florida on, State at Clemson. This game opened with Clemson. Go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. I, I, I stepped on you. I didn't mean to. Go ahead. I made a video on that subject. No, I will talk about your video. Over each other. I made a video on that subject earlier, and I uh, I don't know. I just I, I feel like uh, like you know, Will Rogers hasn't been having a great year, so I think South Carolina is going to kind of dare him to beat them, and they could load the box up a little bit to try to stop that running back because they're going to need to because they can't stop a run for shit. Um, they did okay. At Georgia against it. I mean, I wasn't, you know, just just totally displeased with the performance, but there were, uh, you know, there were some missed tackles and and that type of stuff that needed to be cleaned up. Also, a lot of a lot of Gamecock folks over on the message boards not real happy uh, with uh, the decision to keep the carry on Joiner in there as the number one running back again this week. I mean, he just. He, the, the Mario Anderson kid is more of a – he's a natural – he is a running back. He's a natural running back. The carry-on joiner is a wide receiver. Um, Mario Anderson can at least, you know, give you a little burst and possibly make someone miss. I mean, when was the last time you ever saw a, a South Carolina running back make someone miss in the open field? I mean, I, I can't Mike tell Davis. you. Mike Davis. Yeah. yeah. How long has that been? So. Um, and he wasn't even, I mean, he was above average, I guess you'd say. He wasn't that good. Um, so, I mean, they, 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 they need to, you know, kind of kind of use our our personnel to our advantage there a little bit. Octavian Cador says it's a must win for the Shamecocks. He is not telling a lie. Not telling a lie. Yeah. Um. Look, Jackpot, if, if South Carolina loses this game, 
I mean, how how bad would that hurt them the rest of the way? Because you go to Tennessee next week, and then, I mean, it's kind of a. And I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying that you're playing a tough schedule because we've talked about that before. I'm just wondering if they lose this game to Mississippi State, a game they're favored in, a game that's at home. You think Shane Beamer can keep that team focused enough where they can salvage the season? I think so because it would be the Gamecock thing to do to lose it and then go on the road and beat Tennessee next week. But, I mean, you could lose that game. You lose to Mississippi State and you go on the road and drop the game to Tennessee where you're going to be an underdog. I mean, I don't care how they look against Florida. You're still going to be an underdog. Um, and you, you're, you're running the risk of just kind of s- s- just dropping off into the abyss and really kicking yourself over that North Carolina game, too. Um, yeah, it's I, I think this is the the pivotal point for for Shane Beamer this season. Look, we we kind of talked about this at the beginning of the year. Best case scenario after three games was was two and one. I mean, it was a real tall task to say, hey, you're going to go down there to Georgia and beat Georgia. But if you do win these uh, – you did win the, the matchup against Furman. North Carolina didn't go the way you wanted. You really, really need this game with Mississippi State. Very important. Octavian so. said, no, Shamecock fold up. Uh, I'm sorry. No, there's no fold up in the Gamecocks. If you'll remember last year, uh, after we got blown out by your crappy team, uh, we went out there and knocked off a top five team at home, and the game wasn't even close. Right. So no, yeah, I don't. No, they don't. They don't fold up. Yeah, it's it's interesting though. With this game, I, in my opinion, it is the pivot point for the season for South Thirty-eight Carolina. to six. Yes, you are correct. You are. Di- you are reciting scores from last year correctly. Congratulations! Now you can read them. You can read the scoreboard from last. Yeah. All right. Well, next matchup: Florida State at Clemson. Clemson is a three-point favorite uh, in our pick'em. It's actually Clemson is. I think it's swung to where Clemson's getting two points now. Jackpot. So lots of folks are uh, jumped on that really, really early. Um, what do you think is going to happen up in Death Valley at high noon on Saturday? I don't, I don't know. It's it's going to be a good game. Um, I think Florida State wins. I, I think they. I mean, I think it's the more talented team. I think that uh, they're hungry. I I don't put a lot of stock into that game last week. I think that that was just a blip on the radar screen. Uh, they looked really – they were really good to me against LSU. Just really physical, really focused. And I think that's the way they come into this game. And, um, you know, if yeah, the, the story's going to lie there with their quarterback, Jordan Travis. He got hurt last week. Um, but he did end up coming back in and finishing the game. Um, you know, hopefully he's operating at 100%. If he is – I, I give them the edge, but uh, that that the line the line is very short for a reason. With it being, um, you know, a, a, a what top five team playing an unranked team? Now, Clemson doesn't lose a lot at home. I, I don't think they've been an underdog at home since probably probably twenty. I don't know twenty. 12, 2013, maybe you'd have to go way back. You'd have to go way back to find that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe 2016 when they played Louisville and you know Lamar Jackson was coming in there. Were they underdog? Were they an underdog to Notre Dame that time they played in the monsoon? I'm not sure. It's been a long time. We'll just say that. I think it's the last time that they were an underdog at home was. The uh, when when Jameis Winston came in there as a freshman and beat him like fifty six to seven or some ridiculous number. I mean, it's been that long. So were they were they were they an underdog then? Because they were they were actually ranked higher than FSU, if I remember correctly. I have to check, but I, I'm pretty sure Clemson was a was like I think a six point dog that night. But uh, I, I don't yeah. know. 
Um, I, I could be wrong. So you're you're taking Florida State? I'm going. I'm yes. I'm going with Seminoles. I'm thinking about live streaming that game over here on the channel uh, Saturday afternoon, maybe, but I don't know. It depends on what I got to do here around the house. We we cut some. We had to cut down like six small trees on our back fence line for the new fence. But, but yeah, yeah, you know, the, they came out here and measured that at the end of June, and we set all this work up. So you thought at the end of June they would have said, "Hey, you got to get rid of those." No, they came over here Monday to do the damn work, and then they tell us, "Oh, well, we can't do it because those little small trees are there." Thanks for telling us. <laughs> you know, and I should have, I, sh I should have known better, and I should have asked at that time, but I didn't, because the guy who came out here, he was a fence dude. He was a fence guy. He is the guy that manages the guys that put your fence up. So he should know that the fence needs to come to this certain point, and he should needs to know that the fucking trees need to be cut down. But he didn't. Anyway, I say all that to say I might have shit to do Saturday morning. <laughs> ah, poor jackpot. Well, I'm taking Clemson, and I think Clemson's going to win by six points. So I'm okay. going to take Clemson minus three. Explain and your logic. That, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I think that we, going into Death Valley is something that uh, even if Florida State has a good team, they have a tough time going in there and, and winning. They don't, they don't play very well in Death Valley. They've had great teams that have gone in there and lost to shitty Clemson teams. I also think there's talk that Will Shipley may be um, – and, you know, it's rumors everywhere. He had kind of a dust-up on the sideline with C.J. Spiller. He may sit a quarter, and I think that's a good thing because I think that uh, Moffa's going to get to play. Uh, he'll get more snaps, and it won't be – he's a different back than Shipley is. I think they're going to run the ball right up the gut, and I think they're going to control the game on the ground and try to keep Klubnik from having to have happy feet. And uh, I think that's what's going to end up being the, the difference in the game there. I really do. So I'm going to take Clemson minus three. So you think Phil Moffa is going to tear up defense? Yep. defense. I do. Okay. okay. I do. And the final game, uh, the Kale Hall shitter of the week, Rice at USF. Rice is getting two and a half. USF just, just uh, hung with Alabama. They lost what was the 17 to 3? Yeah. The game that was yeah. tied at three at the quarter. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Scott's players were getting it done, brother. Who you got tell this match? I tell you, he knows how to recruit. He certainly does. However, uh, they're not very good. Um, that's just <laughs> those are just facts. Um, and uh, you know, I think that was like their their uh you know, throw everything or throw the, the kitchen sink at everybody effort last week. I, I don't think they have it in them again. Rice is not a bad team. Rice beat Houston uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, quarterback by JT Daniels. Uh, going ahead and give me the Rice Owls to go into Tampa, get that win, and cover that two-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, fire those cannons. Yeah, give me, give me South Florida plus two-and-a-half. So you don't you don't you don't think the food will? No. When when's the food ever done anything correctly? Come on, man. Uh the fifties, I guess. I don't know. Fifties, I I don't know. So yeah, give me uh give me USF. I'll take that. There are my picks, jackpot's picks. All right, jackpot. There are there was are there any other games you wanted to look at before we got out of here? You want to take some calls? We can do that. Let's give people an opportunity if they want to join the program uh, let's see here uh who, who do we have uh going at it on saturday afternoon we can there, look at there were, some, there were some decent games um there were some, there, th this is a good slate of games it's a good slate of games yeah. um friday night's got some decent games you got wisconsin going to purdue um 
NC State's going to Virginia, and NC State's getting nine and a half. I think Virginia might cover that. Um, Saturday at noon, high noon, you got Rutgers going to Michigan. Rutgers is a 24-point underdog. Newsflash, I bet they cover. They're a hammer. At the number two rushing offense in the Big Ten, number two rush defense in the Big Ten, um, that'd be interesting. Uh, Cincinnati plays its first uh, Big 12 game against Oklahoma. Yeah, give me Army, the, give me Army going on the road to Syracuse. Syracuse laying 13 and a half to Army. Uh, Virginia Tech goes on the road to Marshall. Marshall's a five-point favorite. Mm. <laughs> Rob has SEC bias joins us. Welcome to the program, sir. Why are you sitting in the dark? Uh, I just don't have the light on. It cut the fan on. And it's you got to pay the power bill. Damn right, man. Forgot to pay the power bill? Is that what happened? I forgot to pay the power bill, but he didn't forget to pay the uh, phone bill. No, I got power. But I just wanted to mention, I forget, I don't think y'all said anything about it. Um, the Mississippi State game is actually when Alshon Jeffries is going to get his jersey retired. Did y'all hear that? I heard so. I've been hearing some stuff about Alshon Jeffrey on the radio <laughs> the past few days. I, not that in particular, but I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Lisa's off the top rope. <laughs> Lisa needs to get on the rotary phone and call in. I, I <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's pretty funny. Now, she recently upgraded to a jitterbug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, but uh, yeah, he's getting his jersey retired this weekend. Um, last year they did Clowney. But is, is so, he gonna play? Alshon. Yeah. I'm asking because it doesn't matter. <laughs> you retire all the fucking jerseys you want. Doesn't matter unless he's gonna play. Suit him up and call him. I don't know who's your fifth string receiver. You know, I mean, why why is this guy being so disrespectful? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the stream of the game. Well, the Kleine game last year, who was it against? You probably lost that game. No, we won. Didn't nobody say it fucking mattered. He was just stating what was going on. Yeah, He was just giving me a rundown on current events and that. Oh, okay. So you need a rundown on current events? Is that what you're saying? Yes, I do because I work a lot. And I can't always keep up with them. So I asked him to come here and let me know on a semi-weekly basis. You didn't ask him shit. You're just trying. You're just pissed off because you think back to Alshon Jeffrey and you think back then when Gamecock football was viable and they're retiring his his jersey and you think that we should all right now. Our head coach is the guy that recruited him. With our our head coach recruited him. How great That's they are. True. Actually, uh, Shane Beamer just did like a, he had a pretty cool little, I think it was a teleconference. He was talking about the recruitment of him. Apparently, he was committed to Southern California, like up until decision day. And uh, Beamer kind of had some good insight on how they got him into the college. I think it, the interview was probably about two days ago. But it's a good lesson. But, uh, so you you think they win by six, Rob? Yep, I do. All right. Well, when are we going to hear Peter Woods' name this season? Peter Woods has played all. I mean, he's a freshman. What are you talking about? He's played. I don't know. I just heard all all off season about how dominant he was going to be, but I looked at his stats. He's got like three tackles. He's putting up Jordan Birch numbers. Well, if you've watched, have you watched any of the games? Uh, no, I just watched the Duke game. I didn't. Okay. I haven't seen that. After the Duke game, they're running plays away from him. Uh, He's not going to get the, the tackle stats that you're looking for. because they're, so they're going away. like towards Xavier Thomas. I'm guessing he's starting out on the other side, right? Yeah. Well, Xavier Thomas is playing defensive end. Peter Woods is playing defensive tackle. So it's two different positions. But yeah. yeah are y'all running, a lot of times they're running, running, four down, it, right? running it to uh, Thomas's side. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, that's probably smart. I, I think he's got a lot of speed, but I don't think he's the best in run protection, to be honest. He doesn't have the size. Who's but, that? Uh, Who are you talking about? Xavier Thomas? Thomas. 
Yeah, I think he's more of a pass rusher. Uh, you're talking about because of size? He's a big boy. He's, he, he probably needs to drop some weight. Well, I just think he's more of a pass rusher. He's not built like a like a Fred Davis or, you know, someone who's going to stuff up a, a hole. But Why are you calling people out for being fat? Well, Fred, that dude actually had an interview talking about how he eats Big Macs before a game. That's a big I was over there calling people out for being fat. I did not. I did not say yes, anything you about are. it. You said it probably needs to lose some weight. We were talking about the fact that he uh, against the rude. run. He, he didn't. He lacks size, and I'm like, no, he doesn't. He, he's we're talking about how he needs to lose some weight. I guess that's But uh, I, I think we beat Mississippi State. Uh, I don't think they got much to offer. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to hang with Spencer Rattler one bit. By the way. Go out and get them. Delicious. The Mike's Hot Delicious honey. Mike's Hot Honey. Hey, um, there you go. Absolute um, pristine chip. Um, but uh, I, honestly, I, I don't know why Rattler's not getting talked about more this year. Um, he's, I, 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 I think he's playing as one of the best quarterbacks in the nation right now. Um, I get having, you know, Shador getting a lot of hype. Drake May getting a lot of hype. But I mean, fuck. There's there's a lot of people that are having their name said before Spencer Rattler, and I think it's just egregious. I mean, the fact that people are still ranking Cam Rising over Spencer Rattler. He hasn't even played. Um, exactly. Drake May's already thrown about five interceptions. Uh, Rattler's thrown two. One of them shouldn't even been thrown. It shouldn't even counted. It was so damn late in the game. That was just crazy. But. Um, yeah, I can I can get with you on the fact that that he's playing some really you know he's putting up good numbers and stuff like that, but he's on a team that's one and two, and I think that the national folks see that and they're like, well, oh, he's lost he's right. lost to two ranked teams, yeah, and I, I, I lost to two top fifteen teams, a number one ranked team and a number whatever. North Carolina's right. Okay, like I'm not. Team. All I'm saying is that the average people that are outside of uh, the region are going to look at it and be like, "Why should we care about this guy? He's one and two. That's what they're going to see. I know that he's playing great football. Well, those those people don't. I mean, they're not students of the game. They're not looking at the. They're not looking at stats. Uh, they're not watching film. They're not breaking down anything. So why should their fucking opinion matter over people who actually know what the hell they're talking about? Because what they're looking at. The, people, the people that know what the hell they're talking about knew that Nadama Kansu, his final year of college football, he was the most dominant player in the country, and he didn't get it because the Heisman Trophy, because the Heisman Trophy is a pussy award that goes to a quarterback or a running back. It doesn't actually go to the absolute best player. And a lot of people that vote on it are, oh, I just have to put in the best quarterback. They didn't even know who Nadama Kansu was or where he played. He was the best player in the in the entire country that year. And it, who's they end up giving it to? Sam Bradford. Yeah, Sam Bradford got it. And oh God, was that right? I was right. That was yeah, a wild guess. Yeah, but Nadama Kansu still playing in the NFL. So, well, the thing is, just I've seen him make throws that there are NFL quarterbacks I don't think can make just this year. Um yeah, I'm not, I think- look I'm not I'm not pissing on Spencer Rattler. I think he's great. I think he's I think he is the in my opinion he is the best quarterback in the conference. You could argue one and two with him and Jaden Daniels if you really wanted to to you know stir the drink and be you know yeah Jaden Daniels looked like but- shit against Florida State though. I, I, but I, I'm just saying, if you if you wanted to say Jaden Daniels, he's put up some good numbers too. But Rattler's put up Rat, Rattler's put up far better numbers with less talent around him. Let's just leave it. Hey, at you know, you know, who put up some excellent numbers on Saturday was our friend Brady Cook at Mizzou. Yeah, I was watching that game. Actually, that was a shootout. What a good game! So. The, the the big thing with that is that uh I was I was actually reading about this too. He's hurt. He may not play in the Memphis yeah, game. He, he was he's limping got, uh, the whole game. He's got, 
It's like a high ankle sprain or something. Hasn't practiced all week is what I read earlier today. So Mizzou could have gotten that uh, that 61-yard kick from the gentleman with the rather large butt. And I couldn't believe he made that. I was yeah. literally – out there and it's like – Why the hell is he in the field for that? What, what, shut like, up. What, 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 are you, what are they paying him with, biscuits and gravy? I was like, man, that guy is a, is a – he doesn't look – I mean, he barely fits into the uniform, but he went out there and said, fuck it you. It looks like he's lost weight to me. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure. Well, were, well um, he doesn't look as big as he does as he did last year. Maybe it was the black, all black unis that may have been slimming on him. I'm not sure. Who was it? Was it Jay Lorenzen for Kentucky? Right, the big old quarterback. Jared, yeah, Jared Lorenzen. Yeah, lefty. Missouri just got a quarterback of the same stature that committed who? to him. Who? Uh, I for, I think it's Missouri. They got a three star. I forget his name, but it's the same. It's. It's the Lorenzen stature. I'd, I'd have to find his name. Somebody like that committed to Mizzou, Rob? We need to do some research on this. Yeah, we got to look at that. I'm sure, know. but. It wouldn't surprise me that, it. you know, Eli Drinkowitz lied enough to get that guy to commit there. I mean, Eli Drinkowitz. Drinkowitz is yeah, well, the people over at the Mazad cast that bit, they bitched and bitched and bitched about Eli Drinkowitz. They want him gone. Um, now he's won that big game. Uh, they're stuck with him. <laughs> I hate to tell you, they're stuck with him now. <laughs> I mean, he he's never going to threaten for uh, he'll probably still dude. beat South Carolina. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're never going to uh, beat that bastard. That'll be that'll just be uh, your that you're going. Let me address the comrades' comment here. I've been consistent on this. I judge the process of a football program by whether or not they're favored in their first home conference game of the season. <laughs> Sir, in the Robin Kale Challenge, Clemson is favored at home. I guess that means that you like Clemson. Thank you for playing. Go back to bed. Have a good night. Um, mean to the comrade. Yeah, the comrade. I'll completely be mean to the comrade. The comrade is is the king of douchery coming up in here <laughs> running his mouth like that. I mean, oh, there, that was the king of him on it. No, that's not you. You're the <laughs> jackpot. You told somebody in the live stream. <laughs> What's no, that? Mizzou. I'd have to figure, yeah. out, figure out who it was. Maybe it was Kentucky. Jackpot told somebody in the live stream, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I told him what? <laughs> you told some guy, I hope you die. I think it was that the guy who spoiled the Juice Wells touchdown. I think that's what it oh, was. Well, there, that, that was funny. And then he starts, like at the very beginning, he starts, he says, now, y'all don't tell me what happens in this game. And then, God damn it, I told him. It was his son that told him. So he, he went from, from flat to hot to, oh, fuck, I'm not going to cuss out my son on the live stream in a matter of Yeah, about- well, he told me that he, he told me that Harrison Mevis hit the field goal. That was before the game actually started. Now, he was like, boom. My son's like, boom, in the live stream. I'm like, no, he text messaged me, maybe. I don't know. He was like, boom. And I'm like, dang it. It was just really funny because you went from, you were like, I mean, you looked like you wanted to block somebody. And then all of a sudden it's like, I can go from zero to a hundred just like that. You don't mess with me in the, in the thicker kicker stuff. Hey, when he's got the cores banquet, he's liable to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, When I get that stuff in my system, all bets are off. I was laughing because you started drinking Coors and then you went to Miller Lite and then you were talking about you had some Modelo. I'm like, all this asshole needs is some damn turpentine now and he'll be he'll be good to go. <laughs> That's out in the shed. That's in the shed. I keep it locked up so I don't drink it. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, Big Barney Ross needs to not send your oh, bottles but, during uh, mid-season. Well, Philip Nixon says, I told the guy to jump off a bridge. I don't remember that. I was just all full of violence. I remember you conversation. I don't remember doing any of that. And I wasn't like, I, you know, I was drinking beer, but I wasn't hammered drunk or anything. I don't remember. But I don't know. I've got it. If, if you'd like to see it, we could show it to you. I know you said it, brother. I, I mean, I, you know, I got Which, who put together that remix? Who put together that edit of the live show? Uh, that would be me. That would be the gentleman right there. 
that was well done. I think we should, uh, if you can pump, do one of those for each game, that'd be awesome. Just a little highlights. Uh, well, it's it's pretty funny with the. Uh, like I can't watch all of Jackpot stream because I'm I'm on the radio doing yeah because you gotta work. But I can like I do watch um, I do watch some of it, but <laughs> it, it's hilarious to watch Kale go from just flat normal guy that's next door to fuck you, hope you die to then back to. Well, the yeah, thing is, the highs are so high and the lows are so low. Buddy, there's no just cruising through the game. But who do you think is going to be the standout for us this weekend, Kev? Um, I expect Xavier Legan will have another big game, although Beamer was saying he wants some other people to kind of step up and, uh, you know, take some of those reps from him because he's been doing too much was basically kind of what he was saying. I'd like to see, I would like to see Luke Doty be the leading receiver, catch a couple of touchdown passes, what, who wouldn't love to see that? Well, you know, I can't believe we haven't done a double pass yet. We got three fucking quarterbacks out on the field at any given point, and we haven't dialed up a double pass. That just right. doesn't make sense to me. Well, they, they could thing, definitely come up with some kind of oop you. Shit, but they could do a triple pass. pass. You probably could, but you have to be able to run the ball where, you know, we talked about this on Sunday, 16 rush attempts, eight of them were Spencer Rattler running for his life. They ran the ball eight times. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, Maybe it'll be I mean, against Mississippi State. I don't know. I think Beamer had said something about, like, he already had knew. He, they pretty much gave up on the run game. They knew that he wasn't uh, – that wasn't going to win the game for him is basically what he said. So they just committed all out to the pass is basically what I took from it. Yeah. But he also uh, said that he wanted to get the run game involved more this upcoming week. Let me uh, let me go with uh, BVD here. He says, newsflash and Bolton and that Tennessee is still going to beat USC Junior by 50. Calm down, Jack. <laughs> Clearly I'm joking. Well, um, Papa, Papa B was uh, uh, hanging the balls out to dry over in the comment section. I got $100 that says Mississippi State returns a kickoff or a punt for a TD. You know how unlikely that is? I'll take that. <laughs> I think, uh, let's all go take hey, That's one. the best odds you'll get anywhere right there. Uh, you're, not, you ain't, you're not taking a kickoff or a punt back for a touchdown. No, not on South Carolina. Best special teams in the damn country. If you're making bets like that, Papa B, you need to subscribe to the Basement Bookie, which is the – Dude, the Basement Bookie has – oh, my gosh, that dude hits on the, on the freebies. What was the play this week? Oh, no. The, the pick this week from the basement bookie, who, I mean, a, the guy's 4-0. His pick this week is TCU minus 6.5. Okay. So I'm telling you, Papa B, if you're making bets like that, you really need to subscribe to the basement bookie. Otherwise, you're going to end up fat, drunk, and homeless with those bets. I mean, yeah. And he's a Tennessee fan? House. Who, the basement bookie? No, uh, Papa I don't know B. who the basement bookie is. Um, Papa B is Papa B is a Mississippi State fan. Okay. So, I didn't even know those were real. He got cowbell and everything. Real. They are. Yeah, real. you got one. It's huge. Is that like the, are, are Mississippi State fans like Stouffer's? Stouffer's? What is it? Stouffer stovetop, honey? Was it the the Stouffer stovetop, right? Or the Stouffer stuffing or whatever? Yeah, that, that's fake, right? Yeah. Yeah, Stouffer's stovetop never existed. It's like the Mississippi State fans. They're they're Hi, we Daddy. think they're there, but they're not. Hi, Hi, Daddy. Hello. Well, I had a uh, one of my real good friends in high schools. Uh, he was from Louisiana. That's where he moved up here from. And his parents, both of them, went to Mississippi State. They graduated from there. And I used to spend a lot of time over at his house. And I was over at his house, and they both had their uh, cowbells. That's what I was just about to say. I bet they keep their fucking cowbells on the. They did, and they were they were painted. Yep, on the mantle, you know, centerpiece of the living room. <laughs> fucking cowbell. Uh, well, I, I've never understood the whole thing with the cowbell. I don't get it. I mean, they're they have traditions. 
surprised it's legal. Isn't it like new? Like they just started doing it in the 2000s, didn't they? Or am I mistaken? I don't know. I mean, I, no, they've been doing it forever. No, because I, I just told you this this kid, his parents went there, but and they went there like back in the seventies. Wow. So yeah. Oh, so okay. Well Rob like the, like the early seventies, yeah. Rob, I'll leave uh, you with Papa this. He claims to be uh the the Mississippi State fan says uh -huh. you can only put paint or stickers on your cowbell when you graduate. So you got like you got like a basic cowbell, and then once you graduate, you can put a sticker on it. Is that is that how it works? I mean, I yeah, I, yeah, I remember that because I clearly remember because his was white, and it had some maroon it, yeah. and painted you on it. White cowbell is what you get to start with as a freshman. Everybody comes in, and normally they give you like at University One Hundred and One, you might get a, you know, a baseball cap or whatever. But at, at Mississippi State, it's Here's your fucking cowbell. Don't put any stickers on it until you graduate. Is that, is that where you're it's like I'm, a? I'm just, I'm just saying. Like that's a, what it sounds like. It's like a fucking white girl's water bottle. By the time you're done, though, they're just slapping <laughs> anything they want on it. But I will say that's honestly better than a fucking two dollar bill with an ugly ass tiger ball on it. If we're being real. I mean, you graduated from Clemson, sir. So I don't. I don't know what your issue is. Well, I know, and I can hold an yeah. opinion. I'm just sharing my opinion. Well, of course you can have an opinion. It doesn't mean that you're not dumb. I mean, it does, though. Uh, well, you see, you'd rather have a cowbell than a $2 bill is what you're telling me. I mean, you can't spend it. Okay. What are you going to do with a cowbell? You're going to run out to a cow pasture and wave it and hope you get a date? What are you, what are you doing here? I mean, I just think it'd be cooler than a fucking $2 bill you're going to lose in, the, in your fucking pocket. It's going to tear. Is that, is that what you want to end the show on, sir? Oh, am I going to be the last caller? No, this is what I want to end the show on. Your, your bit on the show. Did you subscribe to the Basement Bookie? You should. You seem to and be I tried. I, I don't know how to get the two free weeks. I signed it's up. In but, the damn, the link, it's in the bio. Go no, to the it bio. just sends you to a paywall. No, it shouldn't. I've, yeah. I've checked it out. I, I, I trust me. me. Check check the link that's in the bio. Right, I'll look again. I'll look again. But before I do, three weeks. Before I do, thirty one thirty. You're gonna see people tomahawking on your paw this weekend. Sure. Gamecocks on top. Mississippi State can't hang with us. I don't even know who the fuck their coach is. Arnett, I think. Dude sucks. Yeah. Will Rogers, absolute scrub. System quarterback. He's going to do nothing with the Clayton White-led defense. Yeah, he's in the wrong system now. Yeah, he should have transferred at the end of the year, but he's loyal, and I can respect that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, congratulations, as Jackpot said earlier, to Octavian for reciting a, a score from last year. You did that very, very well. Very, very well. Brock says that Rob has an SEC bias, probably used that $2 bill to buy Play Girl Magazine. Playgirl magazine. Oh, Does it even exist anymore? Uh, probably so. They still have nudie books at um at, at convenience stores. I've seen them still over in the corner. They'll have them. They have like a, a like a flat piece of wood. You've seen them, the little thin flat piece of wood covering up all the 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 the, the cover or whatever. Well, no, I meant like, do they have like? Does does Playgirl still print like a magazine? I don't I don't know. I'm sure they do. All right, well, I'm sure I mean, they still have Playboy. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I heard tonight I heard a, a, a TikTok video. You know, um, they've discontinued some little Debbie flavors recently, and uh, they were talking about the ones that that they had discontinued. I didn't even know those were gone. Uh, Boston cream rolls have been discontinued. Um, <laughs> banana twins, you know the red box, the banana twins, the little the that had the little monkey on the box. They discontinued yeah, the that, but they still have the damn gingerbread cookies. Have you looked at a little Debbie rack lately? Some of the some of them just suck. The chocolate chip cookie pie things. They they still got that, but they got rid of a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
I like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich ones. Like we, uh, we should have stock in in Little Debbie from the uh, the boy likes the the what is it the fudge fudge what are those things fudge the rounds? That's no, not fudge rounds. It's like the fudge bars. Oh, the brownies. The nutty buddies. The nutty buddy things. He likes those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we buy, uh, you know, when I go grocery shop on Sunday, I know I got to buy Nutty Buddy because he eats a box of those a week. So I well, yeah. Why don't yeah, you get Jay rid of that, too? I mean, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Jay likes the zebra cakes. I like those. Those are pretty good. Now, the Christmas tree cakes are good, too. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas tree cakes. Those are good. You know, the, these people tune in to watch our football stuff. They better, if we start talking about food, they're like, man, these chunky motherfuckers, they may know about that. <laughs> Big Party <laughs> Ross says he had sex with little Debbie. Of course you did. <laughs> she put that little top hat on it. <laughs> yeah, did, did, did you let her keep the hat on? Or was, how did that work? Come on, Big Party Ross. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, final call for calls this evening. The link is in the above the chat room there. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here with Big Barney Ross doing that. Uh, if you haven't made your picks, go to robinkaleshow.com. Uh, is it true that Carolina Jackpot model for Playgirl while covered in Utz chips? Hmm. That wasn't Utz chips. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. <laughs> of course it was. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Anyway, get your picks in for that. Um, we are looking forward to the live show coming up the day after Thanksgiving at Callaway's. I hope you guys will join us for that. Um, it's a charity event that will event will benefit the Pace Academy here in Columbia. So we're looking forward to that too. Anyway, Brock says Abraham Lincoln wore a top hat. Does that mean he was a magician? Yeah, that's where we're at in the show. I think it's time to wrap it, Jackpot. All right, man. Good luck, good luck with your picks. Hopefully you don't have to cut down trees on Saturday. And uh, we'll see you later on. See you later. All right. All right, Jackpot.